Cap versus the Shield is going to trial. The arbitrator shot down the NFL's request for a summary judgment. And that ruling means that unless Cap and the NFL come to some kind of agreement, a settlement, they're going to go to trial. But here's the thing. That same arbitrator is going to be the one that oversees that trial. In this trial, there won't be a jury. The arbitrator, and his name is Stephen Burbank, he will be judge, jury, and executioner of this trial. Sports Illustrated Michael McMahon writes, Burbank's ruling indicates that all 32 teams remain parties in the grievance. That's a subtle but potentially groundbreaking point, since if Burbank finds that 14 or more teams engaged in collusion, the NFLPA could acquire the option of terminating the collective bargaining agreement. That's big, y'all. That is big. I think, I really thought that the NFL thought this was going to get swept under the rug. I thought for sure, I thought they were going to get him to rule for a summary judgment. So I'm going to keep it 100. I'm surprised with this ruling, but I'm happy with it. Burbank never said that the NFL was being less than honest. But if you look at the ruling in his wording, you got the impression he was saying, You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. And that, in a nutshell, sums it up for me. This story is far from over. But while this story is in full bloom and is going forward, um, we have another story coming to an end. So I'm going to give a shout out to Elvis Doomerville, five-time Pro Bowler, is retiring after 12 seasons in the NFL. Doomerville played for the Ravens, the Broncos, and for the 49ers. Twice, Doomerville had over 17 sacks. Elvis Doomerville was an undersized defensive end, but he used his combination of speed and strength to wreak havoc in NFL backfields. I was a fan, loved watching the guy play. He was all heart, had a big motor, kept it moving. He's going to be missed. Good luck, man, moving forward and what you choose to do with your life. Salute. In NBA news, the Rockets just got better. Houston has traded Ryan Anderson and DeAnthony Milton to Phoenix for Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight. And I think the key person in this trade is Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight is a talented, proven combo guard who was injured all of last season. He tore his ACL, so he played none of last season. I think Brandon Knight is a proven commodity. I think this is a big pickup for the Rockets. People forget because he's still only 26 and he's missed a lot of time. Brandon Knight averaged over 12 points a game his first season in Detroit, his rookie year. He then went to 13, 17, two years in a row for Milwaukee. He had one year in Phoenix where he averaged 19 and five. My point is real simple. Brandon Knight is a perfect combo guard. And in D'Antoni's system, playing alongside Chris Paul at different times or playing with Harden or even Melo in pick and roll or pick and pop situations, I think Brandon Knight can not only be productive, but I think he can be kind of a game-changing move for the Rockets. This move, along with adding a young body who's still a developing player in Marquise Chris, is big. So I like this trade for Houston. I like this trade for added depth. 
And I like the fact that Brandon Knight, I think he'll flourish in D'Antoni's system. In an interview on Sirius XM NBA radio, Nick's great Clyde Frazier said, I think Kevin Durant's a great player. I would probably put him right there with LeBron, but for him to go to Golden State and play with a team that didn't really need him, I can't give him full credit. He probably would have deserved it if he had stayed with the Thunder and won titles with that team. Bottom line, real simple. So Clyde Frazier has joined the list of people who think Kevin Durant got a free pass for joining Golden State. And everybody's entitled to their opinions. And honestly, for me, when he went to Golden State, I didn't have a problem with it. And it didn't benefit my team or, or, or benefit me as a fan in any way other than I get to watch Kevin Durant. And I was a fan of his one way or another, no matter what. But in the bigger picture, he was free agent. The man can go where he wants to go. If we want to go back and live in the past and use the backstory, yes, his team was up 3-1 on the Golden State Warriors. And the Golden State Warriors came back and beat his team. The same team that also had Russell Westbrook, they beat that team. I just want to remind people that he had a right to go where he wanted to go. And I get how people are annoyed or offended by him or look at him in a lesser way. I have no problem with that because, again, the fam's entitled to their opinion, and I'm good with that. My opinion is this. He went to the Warriors, and while people don't think they needed him, everything I've seen over the last two seasons proved to me they needed him. It's not like he went to the Warriors and he was their second or third best player. He went to the Warriors on a team that had a two-time MVP, the first unanimous MVP in league history, and he's their best player. And the truth of the matter is, Super teams or teams that dominate the league for a certain period of time, it's good for the league. I've said this before. It makes every GM, every front office, contender or bottom dweller, step your game up. That's my opinion. And Clyde, think about it like this. You're Mr. New York Knicks. You do all Knicks games. You might want to take a look at what happened with Bruce Bowen? Now, I'm not going to say they're going to do you like that because you're Clyde Frazier. But if the Knicks are really going to pursue KD during the offseason, I'm not sure that you didn't hurt their chances. You might want to think about that. Don't forget about Facebook response day on Monday, guys. We're going to have some fun with that. I think H might chime in. If not, either way, look forward to hearing from you guys. You guys said keep up with the fantasy one-on-ones. And I've delivered. So here's one that you guys can have fun with. You can speculate with. Matter of fact, this one would make for really, really good barbershop talk. So here it is. Steph Curry versus AI, Allen Iverson. Let's look at their resumes. Steph, three-time NBA champion. Two-time most valuable player. Five-time NBA all-star. Two-time all-NBA first team. Two-time all-NBA second team. He also was a member of the NBA third team in 2018. He was the scoring champ, the steals leader, and a member of the 50-40-90 club in 2016. The NBA three-point contest champ in 2015. That's a resume. Let's check out the answer. AI, MVP 2001, 11-time NBA All-Star, two-time NBA All-Star game MVP, Three-time All-NBA first team, three-time All-NBA second team. He was a member of the third team in 06, 
NBA Rookie of the Year, NBA Rookie Challenge MVP, four-time scoring champ, three-time NBA steals leader. The answer is a beast. So here it is. We've seen the resumes, or you've heard the resumes, but here's the thing about the resumes. This is one-on-one. Check the ball up. No teammates. You can't talk about assists or percentages. This is street ball. One-on-one, Steph Curry versus the answer. Who you got? Also on Monday show, we'll talk about the college football and some of the scores, talk about some of the big teams and what we saw over the weekend, and we'll get into the NFL because now it gets real. Now we get down to where it really counts. Going to have fun previewing the NFC East. That's going to be a blast. And, of course, we'll look at the AFC East, although that seems like a waste of time. Barring some kind of miracle, what won't change is the Pets, the Pats, I said the Pits, the Pats will win that division as they've won all the time to nobody's surprise. Remember, it is a quarterback-driven league, and the Patriots have the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Some say the greatest ever. The bottom line is he's been the only great quarterback in that division since he's been in that division. So, Monday's show, we'll get into that. It's the Cypher next time.